He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That was Joe arriving in Lithuania. I'm making up a new country. Lithuania. That was Joe arriving in Lithuania. And he was once again confused as he usually is. Always the, am I, you know, pointing, where am I supposed to go? Um, but <clears throat> that wasn't the only clip of him confused in Lithuania. I mean, he's just confused everywhere is generally the consensus with Joe. But here was another scene of him still there on his trip making sure he understood what he was doing. Do I sign it? I just have to sign this. Oh, you can watch it and see. So, I mean, generally speaking, again, just confused, never knows exactly where he is, what he's doing, where he's supposed to go. We didn't have the clip of him leaving that desk, but I'm sure it was interesting nonetheless. I'm sure he was, it was, you know, pointing here, walking this direction before someone led him back and corralled him back the other way. That's just how it how it works with Joe Biden. At least it wasn't like that time when they were out in the front lawn signing something and they handed it to him. He goes, what am I signing? At least he didn't say that out loud Although, he probably thought it let's be honest he had no clue what he was signing there he had <laughs> but if you notice when he sits down he's got a cheat sheet next to him letting him know that he has to sign the book <laughs> and, and not like put down like the time the time of your appointment or anything like that yes sign your name joe you gotta sign <laughs> not any name not just any name <laughs> brenda um no you can't you can't do actually you probably can it probably doesn't matter uh, the whole trip doesn't matter. What he's doing doesn't matter. What does matter is what we're going to get into today. Big, big announcement. Again, reminder, next week, the show will be starting at 3 p.m. Eastern. It will go 3 to 6. So we're adding an hour. We're not changing things. We're just simply adding on to the front end. Rumble, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, wherever the hell you watch it. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, wherever that might be, it's just going to be from 3 to 6. So just add that extra hour in. We're looking forward to spending some extra time with you. Coming up on the show today, we've got Biden's DOJ, who's not only targeting political opponents, which clearly clearly it has been, but now it's, it's targeting witnesses, witnesses who have information on the Biden family. This thing is going to all new levels, all new extremes. You've got RFK Jr., who says we are doing the whole Russia things wrong. I'll tell you what he says and, and, and moreover, what he's meaning with the conversation. You have Chuck Schumer, who called the Supreme Court a MAGA court. There's a lot to unpack with his statement. It's laughable, but it's also concerning as you, as you dig into the mind 
of the left and where they are. Apparently, all the students, or damn near all of the students at Brown University are gay, and a whole lot more. We've got, we've got a this lot, just in. We've got a lot <laughs> to cover yeah. today. Uh, this this report. I mean, there's really not a lot to talk about it when we get to that, but it's just remarkable and very damning for the state of our country, and particularly the youth in our country. But real quick, folks, this I keep telling you, I'm going to keep telling you because it's a big deal. We talk about digital currency on the show all the time, and Biden's dangerous plan for the digital dollar has already been put into effect here in the United States. Most people aren't paying attention to it. Most people aren't talking about it. Again, we are here, but most people aren't. But the good news is, is there is a way to protect your savings. There is a way to protect your 401k, your IRAs, wherever you have your money stored, and you can do it with one straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. All you have to do is contact my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Call 833, the number two, USA Gold. That's right, call 833-287-2465 right now. You will get this invaluable free guide that will outline the precise steps you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without any tax consequences. So do not let Biden, do not let the left force you into using their new digital dollar Protect your savings. Do it now. Call that number again, 833-287-2465. So let's get into some truths that I know. There's, there's, that should have been a bumper. Some truths that, that I, I know. know. Here's what truth deems to be truth. There, there's, let's start with three today. I know more than these truths, obviously. But the three truths that I know and I'm going to discuss today are that I know with 100% certainty that there is a God. I know that I am not God, neither are you, by the way, if there's any confusion out there. And I know that Joe Biden's not a dictator. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be a dictator. He would never, for example, try to arrest his political rival. He would never let the FBI act like his personal goon squad, like kicking in doors for his daughter's diary because it contained firsthand accounts of Joe engaging in questionable naked activities, we'll call them, with his preteen daughter, he certainly wouldn't have the DOJ indict a whistleblower who had corruption evidence against Joe and his family, right? Of course, I'm, I'm being very sarcastic here, and I've only touched on just a few things. We touch on how sick, twisted, morally corrupt this Biden crime family is all the time, and it keeps getting worse. Every time you think, oh my gosh, they couldn't go any harder to the hoop, well, they do, because Joe's weaponized DOJ just issued an arrest warrant for Gal Luft, who claims to have Biden tax fraud evidence. Let's take a listen to this conversation here. Fugitive, former Israeli army officer and co-director of a Maryland think tank is under federal indictment tonight. Gal Luft is charged with acting as an unregistered foreign agent, trafficking in arms, violating U.S. sanctions against Iran, and making false statements to federal agents. He says he was arrested in Cyprus to stop him from testifying before a congressional committee regarding bribery allegations against the Biden family. Luft makes those allegations in a video obtained exclusively by the New York Post. I, who volunteered to inform the U.S. government about potential security breach and about compromising information about a man vying to be the next president, am now being hunted by the very same people whom I informed and may have to live on the run for the rest of my life. 
Luft calls the charges against him completely political. We'll follow up with lawmakers on Capitol Hill on this investigation. And you're right, Mr. Luft, they are completely they are completely uh, political in nature. But hey, Disco, can we get back to the? Uh, yeah, but, but, I don't know why uh, I didn't go back. The irony of all this is, is that Hunter, Hunter Biden, who Luft has information on Hunter and the Biden family writ large, but Hunter, Hunter was in clear violation of not registering as an unregistered foreign agent. Th that's correct. <laughs> I mean, and that's what, but that's what they're saying. Well, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to go after you, Mr. Luft, for this. But he, I mean. The irony in this is remarkable. Yeah, there are certain laws for certain people, and other people don't have to abide by those laws and rules that the rest of the people have to abide by. Yeah. What I found, I just, this popped up right before we came on air, and there was a press conference today with Jake Sullivan, and the reporter asked, it's posted on Twitter, reporter asked this question. Yesterday, a man was indicted for violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act by working without registration for a company called CEFC China Energy. The president's son and brother worked for the same firm without registration. What's the White House's take? Jake Sullivan responded with, I have not seen that and I cannot comment on it. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. Same, same. I mean, literally, it's the same thing that they're going after from. It's not just that you were an unregistered. It's the same organization. And, and these guys were making a ton of money. Loof claims that Hunter and James Biden were being paid 165 grand a month combined to lobby for the CCP controlled firm. He has a lot of sweetheart deals, Hunter, for being a broken ass dude. Man, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars a month a house paid for with Secret Service right next door. I mean, all sorts of stuff for being the most disastrous human being on the planet. Yeah, he, he's cracked the code. He has. If you totally want to screw up your entire life, do drugs, bang prostitutes, and totally get away with it, just make sure Daddy-O is the president of the United States yes. or vice president. Or vice president. Either some sort of influential figure which they have absolutely capitalized on. The Biden corruption is deep. There's no two ways about it. We see with this, we see with so many other things, how actively they are, how overtly they are trying to cover their tracks, folks. And they've got a lot to cover. Nothing I mean, to see here, folks. Nothing to see. There's a lot to cover throughout. Uh, and, and you've got a, a attorney general running DOJ over top of all of this stuff and Merrick Garland, who still has a job, is still gainfully employed and should be behind bars. I'm telling you, we we say it all the time. I mean it when I say it. It sounds it sounds outlandish to some. It sounds uh, over the top to some. But until these people, people like Merrick Garland, people like James Comey, some of these people who have weaponized and used their their systems, their powers, all of that to corrupt how our government is 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 working and how it's run and how how abused the American people have been from all this until they go to prison, until someone is behind bars and not just someone, many someones are behind bars. Nothing is going to change. But sadly, I feel like we're not going to get there because he, in, in the case of Garland, is integral part of what they're doing. He plays a key role in that position of attorney general. So don't count on it. Let's not, let's not assume it's going to happen. But let's do this. Let's get to our question of the day. Because we've seen, we've seen lots of people waking up and realizing, hmm, 
I don't think the government, or maybe it's an elected representative, or maybe it's an institution, specific, you know, specific agency, what have you, could be related to health, could be related to national security. I don't think that they necessarily have my back. <laughs> but the question is this, and I know we're going to get a, a, a spattering of numbers here. What percentage of Americans are aware of how weaponized our government has become? Again, what percentage of Americans alive and well today are aware of how weaponized our government has become? Send in your number. Let us know. I I'm curious, because it's not as high as it should be. That's for damn sure. Send your responses in, though. We'll tell you our answers. We'll also get into what RFK says we're doing wrong as it pertains to Russia and Ukraine. That's all up on the other side of the break. Stick around. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled, it won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared, this may catch many off guard. Your hard earned assets are in jeopardy, but there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. is in the river. The crow flies at midnight. Titwillow, Titwillow, you magnificent Titwillow. Travis goes to court at the Thunderdome. The busboy lactates. All right, welcome back, folks. Let's get to those question of the day responses. Reminder, the question was as follows. What percentage of Americans are aware of how weaponized our government has become? We want numbers here, and we've got numbers coming in. Debbie says... 40% are aware. Mudcat, 69. I feel like there's a reference. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's some depth to that answer. 69. And we like it. Um, <clears throat> Jerusalem, less than 10% know the whole truth. Okay. You can't handle the truth. Sorry. <laughs> Barbrock, 30%. Valerie says 40%. D Donner coming in with 31.75. 31 and three quarters percent. 
from D Donner. I like how accurate he's trying to be. I do too. A low 25% ignorance is bliss, says red, white, and blue. We've got, uh, we've got, what else? G Casey, I'd guess 38%, but should be much higher. Okay. Let me see what uh, I like that. I like some of the numbers that aren't like on the, the like an even figure. Yeah. Like not not that's an even figure, but that aren't like 40, 10. Yeah. No, I'm normal. Not, I'm not hating on the, on you folks. Like Valerie said 40. Barb said 30. Good numbers. I'm not 25. Good number. But the ones who are like, I'm going like 37 point whatever. Like <laughs> that's percentage. That's clever. Tom, what are you going with? I'm going with 15 percent or fully aware. But my caveat to this prediction I'm going with 55% will never admit it. So I'm going with 70% know that the government's been weaponized, but only 15% will admit it. Okay, I like that. Yeah. I, I like depth. I like layering. Yeah. I like seven-layer dips, which has that nothing sounds to delicious. do with this. But I, I do do we like, get one in for the second hour? I'd like that. Yeah. If we would, we could hire someone to do that, a bartender or a seven-layer <laughs> dipper. Um, dipper -er, I don't know. Uh, Jill says 10%. Disco, what do you think? See, I, I'm kind of, I, I didn't think about the 55% one a minute, but to me, I think it's under 20%. And it's growing rapidly, but, but it's slower than we'd like it to be. Okay. I think it's under 20%. Tazo says only 5%. Ginger says 30%, maybe. There's a, there's a maybe afterwards. That was Ginger. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I thought you said Tazo uh, Girl. Sorry. I said both. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know. I think I think your point is true. I think it's more are are at least maybe not fully aware, but more are becoming aware like something is awry. But uh, again, they either won't admit it or they don't want to admit it because it's uncomfortable for them. So oh. I, I think it's closer to like the forty to forty five percent range, but only a certain percentage of those will actually say it out loud or bring it up. Well, there was that one clip we showed months ago where it was that podcast, and the guy said, I only voted for him because he was a Democrat, and even if he did something bad, like, I'm still going to vote for it. And he's, oh, we'll cut that out. I feel most Democrats do that. I'm just voting because he's a Democrat. Oh, don't yeah. want a Republican in the, office. The people who actually voted and were alive for Joe Biden didn't vote because they liked Joe Biden. They voted because they hated Trump. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and or because Biden was a Democrat and Trump was Republican. But— that's that is I think a lot more on the left would see the weaponization well they see it but they consider it to be their side and they consider themselves to be this on the side of they're good. safe yeah so whatever kind of weaponization is happening they think it doesn't pertain to them because they're the good guys yeah no I think you're right I think you're right Jill, uh, Jill came in 11.065 percent I like that yeah. I like That's that good. Jill very very you know, it's a classy figure. It's a classy. <laughs> By the way, Jill got her coin. Hopefully, some of the rest of you have gotten your coin. They are sharp. I'm telling you, Coin Club members, these are nice. From a guy who's lived in a world where challenge coins mean something, uh, these turned out really, really nice. I'm, I'm excited for the rest of you to get them in the mail. I'm excited for more of you to sign up and get them. We'll talk more about that later in the show. But to the Democrats, RFK Jr. is a fly in the ointment. He's a turd in the punch bowl. He's brown shoes with a tuxedo. You got any more? An unwanted pubic hair on a Coke can? <laughs> that one was a reference to Anita Hill's fabricated <laughs> testimony against Clarence Thomas. But, but RFK is so hated by the left that they're beside themselves trying to shut him up. Well, here he is. Here's RFK Jr. talking about the push of NATO to surround Russia. Take a listen. 
Democratic and Republican administrations have pushed NATO to Russian's borders, violating our own solemn promise from the early 90s when we pledged that if Russia made this terrible concession of moving 400,000 troops out of East Germany and allowing the unification of Germany under a NATO army, a, a hostile army, that we would commit that after that, we would not move NATO one inch to the east. And James Baker gave that assurance, as did the British uh, government officials and many, many others. And yet, today, we have surrounded Russia. We have moved it not one inch to the east, but a thousand miles and 14 nations. We have surrounded Russia with missiles and military bases, something that we would never tolerate if the Russians did that to us. And statements from all... What does the Bible and the Berenstein Bears say? Treat others the way you want yeah, to be okay, treated, yeah. right? The Come golden on. rule. Yeah. As he's saying there, I mean, we, we would not tolerate this. Russia is not some small third world country. They are a big state actor. They are a top three power in, on the planet. Not, it, 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 they just are. And this war is being fought. There's a lot of layers and reasons behind this, depending on, on who you're talking about, whether it's Ukraine, America, NATO, or, or Russia side. But for it's being fought because Russia doesn't want to lose its naval base in Crimea. And you've got NATO, who's hell-bent on collapsing Russia, which has, by the way, been their goal since the end of World War II. It just has been. But the hatred that the left has for RFK is absolutely over the top. And, it, and what it does, Tom and I were talking about this this morning, when you have situations like this where someone is loathed so much, where a party or a group of people is so threatened by someone like RFK Jr., you know what it does to a lot of us? Is it makes us kind of intrigued by him. It makes us like him. I disagree with him on a ton. I'm not going to vote for the guy. But he's, he's a Democrat who actually likes America. What a refreshing thought that is a democrat who's not like we need to burn this bitch to the ground like he's like no we're not perfect let's 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 rally around the things that are good let's find things that unite us and make this a place that's tolerable to live make this a place that we all want to be in still which a lot of us still do it's getting a little trickier but that but that's what they're doing and when they go all in like this when they do everything in their power to try and sideline him prevent him from running, all it does is build him up in the eyes of a lot. Now, the eyes of a lot don't necessarily matter because the way that the left looks at things and the way that they run the government is they say, what do the American people want? Who gives a shit what they want? What do we want? Okay, let's make it happen. Because if, if it was what the American people wanted, if it was what Democrats wanted, Democrat voters wanted, according to a lot of the polls, it would be RFK Jr. It wouldn't be Joe Biden. Now you throw Gavin Newsom in there, which we project that they probably will, that will change that conversation. You'll have some horny housewives who, who want to vote for him just because of his looks, don't understand his policies because our American voting populace is just that dumb. But but as it stands right now, he, he would be far and away, he is far and away, the most intriguing active candidate. Yeah, he's very intriguing. And what he said about NATO creeping toward Russia and encircling Russia he hit the mark. He's over the target. And what I can't understand for the life of me, well, I kind of, I, I take it back. I do understand 
a little bit of why NATO is doing that? Because ever since World War II, it's been the CIA's goal, namely Alan Dulles, to carry on the industrial war machine, war complex going, but do it in a Cold War. So you're building all kinds of munitions. And the idea is communism was evil, and Stalin is a dick, and murdered all these people, very evil guy. They were the best foil to, to start the, the military-industrial complex full steam ahead. And it, they had to be the pariah, the bad guy. Even though, if it wasn't for the Russians, World War II would have probably turned out differently because most of the hard fighting that was done in the depletion of the German military came from the, them fighting the Russians. The Russians really slugged it out. It helped the United States and the Allies weaken that that fight helped weaken the german army and the german military to the point where they were able to be defeated so this whole encircling them like i said is has all been done at the end of world war ii this has been good the goal the entire time to ostracize them yeah and that that's what we're seeing now and there's going to be a breaking point with russia and saying we've had enough yeah well and there's and there's people there is going to be a breaking point it is a disastrous dangerous, I would argue reckless policy that we've been pushing, not just in the near term or, or recently, but for a long time, as, as Tom's pointed out here. But you've got you've got people making poor strategic decisions that that have catastrophic catastrophic consequences in, in you know waiting in the balance. And you've got people like this. Here's an MSNBC, I think it is. I, I think it's MSNBC clip here. Uh, yeah, it is. It's Morning Joe who are continuing to pound the World War III drums in the hope of getting into a hot war with Russia. They're celebrating the fact that we're surrounding them, not understanding what it actually could lead to. Take a listen. Yes, um, we, we, we have Joe Biden right now meeting with King Charles III before uh, he, he gets together with, with NATO members. David Ignatius earlier talked about how, you know, Biden was going to this NATO meeting with NATO, not only stronger than it's ever been, but quite possibly the strongest alliance in the history of the world. Uh, and the Biden White House quite confident they can move Erdogan to also admit Sweden in. I mean, let's, guys, do we have that map? Let's show Chris this map. It is extraordinary what Vladimir Putin has done to himself, but also what Joe Biden and NATO has been able to manage, and that is a Russia that is completely surrounded completely. By, by, by NATO allies. And you look at the Balkan Sea, as as General uh, as Admiral Stravita said, uh, that's now the NATO lake. <laughs> You know, you, you and me can put everything on the table this morning, starting at 6 o'clock. i got to tell you, it's all on the table now. Tom Friedman, I guess a couple of months ago, said that uh, Joe Biden has united NATO. As never before, his problem is uniting the United States. That is the challenge. I noticed that, uh, that Richard yeah. Harris, that Richard Haas said the other day uh, in leaving the office, in leaving his, his, his post at the Council of Foreign Relations, he said that the biggest challenge in the world today is us. It's so interesting how this whole thing is polarized now that we're doing a great job in world leadership, probably at the level of FDR or Eisenhower. We're holding the world together. We're building NATO okay, as it was so built to be when it was first to formed. To <laughs> compare to or relate to. You don't want to be on, on those pages, for one. 
but there's they're 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 celebrating but this is the strongest alliance ever i don't know that that's true but even if it were what that what that alliance is doing what we are pushing ahead and leading as the person that everyone looks to for direction is a disastrous policy and these people do you think joe scarborough and mika could even have kids i can't imagine what that would be like but but they're not willing to send their kids to fight in that war they're willing to just share and and parrot talking points that are fed to them about the war and about what's going on not actually understanding what it is so if you if you're willing to send your kids as we always say if you're willing to send your kids you're that into this war you've got a blue and yellow lapel pin rammed way up your ass you can you just want to feel it when you sit down so you feel the pain of the ukrainian people then then okay this is the right policy for you surrounding russia and and it's it's the whole fuck around and find out kind of a thing but if you don't want to send your kids and you're concerned about the possibility of world war three then don't celebrate nato surrounding as you guys are describing russia it's a foolhardy plan it is a plan that has been around for a while that that nato and and the u.s has been pushing but it doesn't lead to good things it just doesn't and i, I people need to get that through their skulls and somehow they're not somehow they're not okay we've got to take a break we're running behind here we're still going to talk about the Ukraine war a little bit on the other side of this break, though, because you have a Pentagon spokesman who said uh, he had a little Freudian slip. We'll show you what it is. We'll also tell you what John Kerry is taking from the Ukraine war, which is quite a unique, uh, quite a unique approach or, 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 or view of what's actually happening and what the real threats are. That's all coming up. Stay with us. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. We've all experienced low levels of electrolytes, whether from a late night of drinking, completing a half marathon, or maybe even just experiencing a bout of explosive diarrhea from a food truck. You know what it's like to need to replenish those also important minerals in your body. But why just settle for that when you can enjoy our new proprietary sports drink and colon sweet blend? Colon Sport. Colon Sport is the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. With a quick surge of sugar and electrolyte replacement, you'll feel on top of the world. And then, like a brisk wind tickling your grandmother's chimes, 
You need to drop those minerals and a whole lot else. So stop drinking other successful mineral replacement drinks and jump on board the Colon Sport Express. We're not only sure you'll love the taste, but we promise you'll be coming back for more. Colon Sport only hydrates and replenishes electrolytes for a temporary period before blowing out your bowels and requiring most individuals to start the process over and over and over. Individual results may vary. Some individuals may experience significant weight loss. You know what I always think about at the end of the Colin Sports song and commercial? Is that's like a sound effect that Ross would play on Friends at the end of the song. like, yeah, he's too late. All right, you can applaud him. <laughs> you know, I've never seen an episode of Friends. What? How? I mean, you're not the Friends type, but like... No, when, when Friends was really popular, I was working in TV news at the time, and I was working a night shift. So, you know, when, when was it on? It was like... 92 or something to 98 yeah it, it was kind of the post it was kind of the post seinfeld era i think it was 90s into early 2000s i thought they were they they seinfeld and um this is your job research the, i know you gotta figure this out <laughs> but I, I think friends and seinfeld were going around the same time if i'm not maybe the beginning but yeah. then i think seinfeld which by the way that that finale that, that was a that was a, like worse than the sopranos yeah i one, think one of the worst the worst finale i think i've ever seen uh and i love that show anyways let's continue talking about ukraine here for a second because we've got um <clears throat> a panic well first of all let me say this this thing has really died down it is still a massive risk to global security and our livelihoods because of what can come from the, the situation in Ukraine. So I'm not belittling it by any stretch, but it would appear that Russia's kind of gotten what they needed from it and are somewhat wrapped up. Like they're not as, they're not pushing ahead. They're not advancing into other towns. They're like, we got we get what we came for. You guys keep screwing with us and this will continue or you, we can just all go about our merry ways. Anyways, you've got a Pentagon spokesperson who sounds like a mistake to me. He's, let's just listen to what he said, and then we'll discuss. A, a few things. So I will say, uh, with respect to your first question, we believe the war has been a strategic failure for Ukraine. Uh, the secretary spoke to this in a speech he gave in Helsinki uh, last month, I believe it was. Uh, what's that? So, I'm sorry. A excuse me. A strategic failure for, for Ukraine. Uh, thank you for the correction. Um, uh, which is, oh, I, I, I need more than one cor correction today. A strategic. This is the first time at the podium for, for a week. I'm a little. I'm apparently a little rusty. Are you rusty or are you just saying what you know to be the case? I love you saying, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Ukraine, it's still Ukraine. Kept repeating the same Freudian slip. And, and, and the press was correcting him, and he still was doing it. Like, you, come on, people. You, you don't repeat that unless that's what's inside of you, unless your briefings and meeting inside the Pentagon. Why you'd let that guy in any of those meetings, I don't know. But unless that's what's being repeated, unless that is what is functionally and practically speaking happening on the ground there, Ukraine has has failed. And collectively, if that's the case, then then we have too. And I, I don't like rooting against America, but I also don't want World War Three. But but this was I mean, this whole thing was an unmitigated foreign policy disaster for Biden, which for a guy who claims he loves, foreign, loves policy, foreign policy, we've got the biggest international blunder 
perhaps in, in history, if not our lifetime, in the Afghan withdrawal, we've got this. We, we've, we've got lots of issues. Those two are obviously the biggest ones, but those are massive ones, massive ones. So you had a epic fail in Afghanistan, and then you've brought us right to the brink of World War III and an apocalyptic death for everyone. Great job, Joe. Great job. You Glad did you've it. You've been on vacation 40% of the time. No off-ramps to peace the whole time on this. No, we've gotten nothing out of this war. The only things that we can see that are tangible is Nord Stream pipeline being uh, blown up, the dam being breached, and Joe Biden arriving by train, walking in with air raid sirens going on. <laughs> this has all been fake. The yeah. killing and everything is real, but how well the Ukrainians have been doing has all been fabricated. This It's a total lie. And I understand propaganda and wartime and this and that, but the propaganda game just never even matched anything that was going on on the ground. No, it, no, I, I, absolutely not. And, and the only thing I can say about this war is that the pro that's that's quasi positive and it's not really positive is that the propaganda game has been so damn strong. It's been you, they've thrown people off the scent a whole lot, myself included. And I worked in that damn world. I understand what's happening behind the scenes. And yet it's been confusing as hell because they've done it all. I but, feel like Zelensky hasn't changed his clothes since the beginning of it. No, I mean, he's been he the same outfit the stench. Dude, he's going hard to the hoop with that wardrobe. Yeah. He, he made a commitment and just zeroed in Stuck on it. And that it. was it. Yeah. Well, it was I, that or him in lingerie like that one music video we, mm -hmm, we showed. Which was interesting, yeah. for sure. We're not going to show it again. Don't worry, folks. Wait. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but it, here's an interesting take for you, uh, because you've got, speaking of unmitigated failures, you, you've got climate cultist and global elitist John Kerry, who weighed in on the war in Ukraine. Listen to, listen to what he thinks this is all about and what he's concerned about right here. Lots of parts of the world are exacerbating the problem right now. But when you have bombs going off and you have damage to septic tanks or to power centers, etc., you have an enormous release of, uh, of greenhouse gas, of methane, of, you know, all of the family of greenhouse gases. And the result is it's adding uh, to the problem. I'm not, you know, believe me, that's uh, the fight in Ukraine is a fight that we have to make, that the world has to make. The values at stake are enormously important to all of us. So I'm not suggesting by any fashion that that this is not a fight we shouldn't be involved in. But I am saying that there are ancillary impacts as a result of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so in a war that's had lots of civilians, lots of troops from Ukraine and Russia die, Americans' lives on the line, He's most concerned about climate change, which is interesting because if if the war in Ukraine that we are letting fester, we are are pushing it along, we're nudging and enabling this thing. If it's actually creating this environmental disaster, and if the left really cares so much about that, if DC writ large cares so much about that, shouldn't we try and end it as soon as possible? Wouldn't wouldn't we wouldn't we be like, oh my gosh, we can't do this. We also probably wouldn't blow up the Nord Stream pipeline. Uh, but, of course not. But, <laughs> yeah, creating the largest environmental disaster in the history of the planet. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's, I feel like our children could make a better plan. 
I, most most could. Yeah. Most could. But they're not going to do anything. I mean, that, that when I saw the, I saw this video last night, I was smoking a cigar, prepping for the day, which is, by the way, I think I've told you usually how the day ends. I spend time with you all. I go home, spend a little bit of time with the fam, have some dinner, and then I go out back in, into the, the Berkwist Resort, a.k.a. my backyard, and light up a cigar and start working on the show for the next day. And I saw this clip. I was just like, I, it, it's, it's perfect, right, for John Kerry. It's perfect that he would say something like this, but it shows – one, how ridiculous and and foolish these people are on the left and people in D.C., Uniparty included, people on our side, too. But it also shows just how out of touch with reality they are and how disconnected what they say on camera and reality. I mean, it's 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 remarkable to me. Like, I really am fascinated by it. it it's it's a big turnoff and a big uh, frustration, not sexually, but. But also, I mean, it could be probably. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, mean uh, I am not having sex with John Kerry. Okay, I'm going on the record today. It's not happening. You heard it here first, folks. Sorry, John. Not you or your or your ketchup princess. But it's like everything with these climate cultists with, that they do. We are able to fly privately because our car carbon offsets are different than yours because we have to spread the word about climate change. War. It's a just war. So. If, even if that means polluting with, like he said, I don't know about the septic tanks blowing up. That was kind of a weird. <laughs> he just doesn't want feces. He doesn't want feces going everywhere. No one likes. No. no one likes poop in this. No. We had poop in the studio yesterday. Technically, but that goes back to whatever is convenient for them. The, the climate cultist in the left to throw in there, they will glom onto and somehow justify. Whatever activity that they're doing is totally fine. It doesn't fall within the parameters they're trying to set for everybody else. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And to be clear, the poop was on the plunger for the skit that we did yesterday. We didn't have like... <laughs> I, I was like, when did that happen? And then yeah. I clicked. Like, oh, it was on well, the... I love that Tom went right back into his point and people were like, wait, what? <laughs> there was no answer to it. Um, yeah. Anywho, no, I mean, but but all all great points. Also, out of time for this segment, we're going to talk about Gavin Newsom, who's a big climate change guy. He loves it. He loves banning stuff in his state through his dictatorial policies. Also, likely to be a possible candidate. I think it's still it's pretty damn likely. It's not certain, but I still think it's pretty damn likely that he is going to be in the race. After all, it's it's one of the reasons that you've got people like Jen Psaki talking to him. You've got people. Uh, which we're going to show you a clip of. You've got people inviting him to the White House. He's ha he's t it, it makes sense. It makes sense this would happen. We'll tell you what he said, though, about Fox News and conservatives writ large on the other side of this break. Stay with us. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. 
This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now. 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. My friends, the magnificently gelled California commie, Gavin Newsom, chatted with MSNBC's Raggedy Ann. And here's what he had to say about Fox News and writ conservatives like yourself, me, writ large. Take a listen to their conversation. So as you as you reflect on what you've learned here from talking to these legislators, are there different ways you're going to talk about issues like gun violence and the need for gun safety measures or abortion rights? Is there a messaging and language issue or is it more you say the same thing to everybody and there's more people with you than you think? The one thing I heard from everybody, including the caucus today, is they're so upset about being on the defensive. Mm -hmm. They're so upset about the messaging on the other side, the anger industry, the entertainment wing, particularly of the Republican Party, the surround sound on Fox with these, you know, I don't even like saying his name, Tucker Carlson mm -hmm. or that other, I don't even know, the guy from the, I mean, it's just like, they're all the same. And one American news and Newsmax and, and what they're doing to divide this country to, you know, where illusion rules, not facts. Gosh. Do you occasionally turn on Fox no. time and see what happens? No. Just to see? Not occasionally. Um, every night. Every night. And do you think Democrats should still be appearing on Fox or should they not be appearing? Uh, it contributes to the mental health crisis in the state. So on the basis of one's own personal <laughs> conditions, I would not recommend it. My staff is quite literally tried to have interventions with me about it. They say I'm too obsessed with it, but I need to understand it. You want to know what the other side thinks? I don't want to know what they think. I want to see the patterns and what you see are patterns that emerge. Okay. All right. So there's a let's there's a lot to unpack there. Shall we begin? So you've got Jen Saki Saki who Saki Saki who <laughs> leads with uh, leads with the Marxist catchphrase is gun violence, which is of course left speak for abolishing the Second Amendment, something that they are hell bent on doing. One of the last things, in fact, they have to do before they complete their Marxist takeover. They've had great success in pretty much every other area of it. She also says gun safety measure, measures, which is left speak for banning guns without a Second Amendment repeal. So you've got that. You've, you've got to kind of establish that that's what's going on. And she's out there, by the way. We, this is the second day in a row we've showed a clip from her show. Yesterday it was her and AOC. AOC saying she wanted to be a teacher. And today, <laughs> today this. But Newsom starts channeling Trump with his vocal cadence and his hand gestures. Yeah, did you pick up on yeah. that? He's like, yeah, Fox News, that that Tucker Carlson, and then that other guy. It's, it's a, a catastrophe. Yeah. Or whatever. It, total Trump way of talking about somebody. That it goes back to the fact that Democrats aren't original people. No. He's morphing into what he thinks is the, the tough guy, Trump. He's trying to play the tough guy by incorporating Trump's mannerisms, which is really bizarre to me. 
no it is it, it's it's as though he's he's he we're we're seeing him firsthand practice and test what works and what doesn't work for a potential run and and you could say well he's not going to run and there's a chance he doesn't but he's still going to be involved in politics so it's i want to be a big figure now i'm doing it but i want to be a big figure I want to 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 test these these things out and see what works. But he goes on to talk about Fox, which of course he says I watch every night. I have to. I have to know. But he he mentions leading up to that comment how Fox News contributes to the mental health crisis in 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 this state in this this country. And for, first of all, it's interesting to see where Fox is actually getting some of its its viewers from now because they've they've taken a big hit since the loss of Tucker Carlson. And <laughs> Gavin Newsom's one of them. <laughs> Gavin is one of them. It's apparently it's the left who's watching it now. Uh, and to me, there's still good people. Jesse's there. I still like Kaylee. Gutfeld's there. There's a, there's a couple people that are left that are that are worth watching. But he says that they contribute to the mental health crisis, which is a rather glib statement when homelessness in California is at staggering levels. The the guy. This is the guy who went to the French. What's the restaurant? The French Laundry. Yeah. French Laundry during COVID. No one go outside. Everyone follow these rules. We're going to be over here having dinner, a nice dinner. He's a smug douche. But as I said earlier, here's the problem with him. You had Obama, who had horrible ideas. Hope and change. Uh, it was not hopeful whatsoever, but he was slick. He was charismatic. I, I, I always reference, I've been in a room with him. There is an energy that goes with him. And there's there's some people on their side who can do that because they don't have to have substance. None of them have substance. Their ideas are unoriginal and they're all horrible for the populace. If they actually ran on who they were and what they believed, they would never win an election. But they don't have to worry about it because of how the system has become. But this guy here in Gavin Newsom, if if Joe steps aside, they force him aside. I think one of the two is likely to happen. This is a guy who just based on appearance and some of the things he says will be very electable for them because that's how it's not because he should be. That's not how our system works. You always policies are awful. Look how bad he is in California. I get it. We talk about it all the time, but that's not how it works. It's not how should the system work and would he be a good fit in a regular world? We live in a broken ass dystopian world where there is no logic there is no reason anymore so you say that guy's got nice hair let's make him president like that I mean, that's literally <laughs> where we are and uh, i mean am i wrong tom i mean that's that's how i see it uh, you're spot on because there's a lot of people in suburbia especially suburban white chicks who don't want to come across as being trump supporters or alt-right so they want somebody that's a bit more palatable and there's something about the leftist way of talking down to people, their smugness, how they carry themselves. They just come across as such assholes. And for a certain segment of the female population, they love that. Yeah. Because undoubtedly, there are a lot of suburban chicks out there, the yoga moms or whoever, who secretly believe that they're above other people and Gavin Newsom is a direct reflection of that sentiment. He's their spokesperson. Yeah, <laughs> and I think a lot of people, it, for whatever reason, glom onto that because it feels comfortable to them.
I, I love this comment from Jacob Clark on Facebook. Mullet boy and circleback sake. We are all dumber for this segment. We are. You're right. You're absolutely right. You were awarded no points. We are. Here, here's, a, here's the most disqualifying statement that he made, though. It should be played over and over. It should be discussed over and over. Is he said, I don't want to understand what the other side thinks. I want to see patterns. You guys, Gavin and his friends, Gavin and the people who are talking to Gavin about running, saying, hey, can we make you the guy? You're going to have to do whatever we tell you to do, but we'll make you the guy. Those people hate half of the population. Uh, really, honestly, it's more than half the population. They, they are loathful, hateful people. And, and, and they're going to ignore whatever their requests or demands or ideas are for where the country should go. They don't care. They never listen. This, this dude is just a prick with veneers. But, again, it's, it's, it's not what makes sense and who would be a traditionally good candidate. It's who do they think they can manipulate the people with, what, you know, put on a poster and be like, here's your guy, here's why. Some, here's some reasons that actually have no, no correlation with, 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 you know, the background needed, the, the talent needed, the skills needed to be a president, the leadership skills needed to be a president. Th that stuff does not matter to them. It never has. It certainly doesn't now. And, and if he were to get into power... They would use him being a little bit more crafty, a little bit more clever, a little bit more suave, and they would push things so much further down the road. Think about what's happened in two and a half years in this country with a dementia-ridden man who's not really there mentally or physically. I mean, again, 40% of the time he's not there. Think of how much they've accomplished, and he is a total loser. He's a total waste of a body. If they had a young face that was energetic and that some people could see the value in and rally around. Maybe not see the value in, but rally around. Think how much damage they could do. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. And he don't think he wouldn't rule like a king and, and demolish and put down all those who oppose him, because he absolutely would. <laughs> Hell yes, he would. In, in that statement that you just read, I don't want to understand what the other side thinks. That is one of the most damning things that I've ever heard any political person ever say, because... We're told time and time again, oh, we need to unite the country. We need, we're not that far divided. We can bring people together. He's just saying it. We're divided. I hate this half of the country. I'm going to make their life a living hell because I'm going to force everything that I want to on them. Yeah. The, the, it's come to the point now where there, there, there's no dialogue. There's no uh, trying to come up with some sort of common ground. It's my way or the highway with them. And he just said the quiet part out loud. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I'm thankful when they do that, which is, I feel like, happening more and more. The problem is, is you've got the media who downplays it. You've got so-called, so you know, fair and balanced fact checkers online who, of course, are all leftist hacks who say, no, 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 it was taken out of context. No, no, no. Listen to what these people say, whether it's, it's globalists overseas who want to change the the global structure of how governance is done and how finances are done, how health records are done, or whether it's a, a dictatorial douchebag governor in America who might run for president or might just be your governor, listen to what they say, because whatever's inside of them, it does come out periodically. You hear Joe make hateful comments, mean, angry comments, racist comments, because you know what? That's what's inside of him. 
Right. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to that, folks. It's really important. It's right there. If your alarm goes off, it's gone off for a reason, and, and you need to make note of that. Okay, we have a ton to cover still. We're, we're, we're going to get into Chuck Schumer, who's calling the Supreme Court a MAGA court. I, I tend to disagree with him. We'll describe why he's saying that. We'll, just, we'll share our opinions on that. We've got a couple other stories to get to, including Brown University, which apparently almost half of <laughs> is a part of the Alphabet community. There's a ton to get to. We got the post-show press conference coming up. All that on the other side of this commercial break. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. 98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now. Do you 
frequent your partner of the same sex? Have you ever been to a men's bathhouse? Do you have an active grinder account? Do you prefer unprotected sex with random hookups? Then boy, oh boy, do we have the product for you. No Monk Monk is a new experimental product for active lovers who just want to keep going without consequence. Why change your lifestyle and live in fear when you can try this virus-preventing elixir? Our new rectal application is a literal lifesaver and fun to try. So say goodbye to monkeypox and put something new in your backside. Get No Monk Monk now. Take your life back and never look back. Unless, of course, you like that point of view. No Monk Monk has not been approved by the FDA or any other corrupt government organization. May prevent monkeypox, but it also may not. Try it as you will, but we highly encourage other life changes. Side effects may include swollen tongue, oily discharge, night terrors, pink eye, fever, and in rare cases of prolapsed rectum. Ask your doctor if No Monk Monk is right for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Did you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Um, everyone did, I think. Uh, reminder, you can get more of the show, more of Tom and his comments. Sign up for Coin Club if you have not already. Go ahead and do so. People getting their coins sent to them in the mail this week. A lot of people have gotten them. You get an extra show Friday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern, which is exclusively on Red Voice Media. All you've got to do to sign up is go to dbcoinclub.com. That is where you sign up. That is where you also go on Fridays or any other day that we're doing premium content to watch. As it says on the screen there, veterans and first responders get 30% off their membership. Not only do you get the extra Friday episode, annual members get a challenge coin sent to them. You get entered automatically, all of you, into the, the different contests that we're running. This month, it's if we say, you know, after or before a sentence, more money goes into the pot. It's $5 per per time this, this week, week. Yeah. next week it's 10 the following week it's 15 so you get all those things lots of reasons go sign up dbcoinclub.com we always have fun friday mornings so and we'll be drawing in just a couple two three weeks here the end of end of july we'll be drawing who's going to get some more money sent their way we're all familiar though with the old phrase hell hath no fury like a woman scorned i shouldn't say all a lot of us are right you've heard you've heard it before the same can be said for Democrats, but their fury is like the psycho ex who keys up your car and then piles up all your clothes on the front lawn and waits till you get home to light the match that sends your wardrobe into a towering inferno, an inferno that looks like a college football pep rally. We've all seen it. Hopefully you haven't experienced it. But here's anyways, all that to say, people are like, what the hell just What just happened? happened? I don't know either. Sometimes I black out. Is that, so, is that something that personally mind. happened to you, Drew? Once? No, it's not. Okay. It's not. But uh, here's Chuck Schumer on the Senate floor trashing the Supreme Court. Sadly, Americans' faith in the judiciary is at an all-time low after the extreme MAGA right captured the Supreme Court. In the last few weeks, this MAGA majority on the court has gutted affirmative action, blocked student debt relief for millions of Americans, and greenlit discrimination against the LGBTQ community. What we're seeing at the Supreme Court is a sickening hypocrisy, as some justices feel free to accept lavish gifts and vacations from billionaire friends. Congress has clear authority to oversee the federal judiciary, and that includes making sure that the highest court in the land is held to equally high ethical standards. Okay, so a couple things off the top here, and then we'll unpack some of his actual comments. He's calling it a MAGA court, which 
if we look at, if you can disassociate MAGA from Trump, which I know no one can do, the, the phrase, the saying on its own, make America great again, is something everyone should be behind. Everyone should have an America first policy at heart, make America a great again spirit. The problem is, is no one can disassociate that from Trump. Some, for some people, that's a good thing because they love and would do anything for Trump. But my point is, is even if you're on the other side of the aisle and you don't like Trump, you should agree with those sentiments. You should agree with, hey, we are stronger and in better positioned to help other countries in need if we are first strong ourselves. We should get to the point where it is great, where we're secure, where people's bank accounts and livelihoods are in good shape, where we like each other, where we can have discourse and discussions, but, but not be at each other's throats. All those things are good, right? Where there's good music again, all of those things. But <clears throat> he, he tears into that and calls it a mega court, which, yes, you had a, a president who pushed that, that phrase, that acronym out there get some massive wins for us and getting people on there. But up until recently, they've not really done a whole hell of a lot. They've had some great wins here. But I would hardly, all that to say, I would hardly call this some extreme right-wing mega Supreme Court. It's just not true. The evidence is not there. Yeah, whenever the, the decisions don't go the Democrats' way, it's always, oh, the extremists have taken over. It's never... Well, maybe we should step back a little bit, see if there's some kind of compromise that we can come up with, because obviously the Supreme Court has ruled on this. It all automatically defaults to the Supreme Court sucks. They're a bunch of political appointees, a bunch of hacks. They're Nazis. We got to get rid of the entire thing. That's what it becomes. Or we've got to pack it so we can change the balance. Yeah, yeah. there's no introspection whatsoever on no. the left's part. No, none. None at all. This is not a normal court," said Joe Biden last week. Let's unpack Schumer's claim. Schumer's claim. Schumer's. Schumer. Hey, give me somebody. Get me Doc Schumer, and I mean stat. <laughs> do we have a? I don't think I don't we think do. I mean, we probably should have one now. I don't even know what I need him for, but I feel like if if I'm, if I'm going to need something, I need it right now. From Doc Schumer. From Doc Schumer. Uh, let's unpack Schumer's claims. He said that it has gutted affirmative action. And what he's really saying, or what he really means, is he's upset that the Supreme Court reestablished a merit-based system for college entrance that doesn't discriminate based on race. He would, like most Democrats, which is a very racist party, look at a history book, folks, he would rather have segregation. That's, that's point one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. We're all in agreement. They, he, they've always loved it. They have. That's their thing. <laughs> yeah. they ha not only have they loved it— <clears throat> And they would never say that they love it, but they need it. It is critical to have division among the populace, which includes, and a tool for said division, is segregation. They have to have it. They've always leaned heavily upon it. And that some universities have been doing a graduation. Do you, you remember? Doing what? Doing segregated. Yeah, like yeah, graduation. Absolutely. Yeah. No, they've, they've pushed division. Yeah, not like in class, but graduation. They, the left pushes for ideological segregation. That's their new, that's their new war right now. They've abandoned the, the race segregation. Now it's ideological. It, there are a lot of Democrats still who they're, on fa they're in favor of segregating by race as well. But now it's primarily ideological. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I don't think that it's completely gone. I think it's, yeah, again, it's it's in there, but but it is the smarter play. They're master manipulators. 
doing it based on ideological views is 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 a smarter play for sure. Uh, they, he said that that the Supreme Court blocked student debt forgiveness. Translation there <laughs> is Chucky Boy is pissed that college-educated communist voting bloc, that the people that they want, that the Democrats rely on, won't be rewarded, that they won't be taken care of, which makes it harder for them to to share talking points as to why they should they should vote for them. There, there's 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 more to it than that. But he's the all of this. The bottom line, if you were to really boil this down to what Chuck was saying and why he was saying it, is he was pouting like a child because he didn't get his way and because his party didn't get their way. He said it greenlit discrimination against the LGBTQ community. <laughs> like other Democrats, Schumer is saying he's 100% on board with showing pornography to kids at school and thinks that parents should be jailed if they object to parents blocking their kids from mutilating their genitals. They, they, there's really no distinction these days between you're either, I want to protect the kids, adults, do what you want as long as you're not forcing it upon others. You're either in that camp, and granted, there's people outside who no one should have free thought, everyone should think the way I do, but most re level-headed, reasonable adults are saying, Leave the kids out of it. You do what you want. Don't tell anyone else what to do. If you oppose that these days, which the left obviously does ever so ardently, I mean, that you are essentially saying we are pro this book. I mean, and it's, it's, it's not even essentially. It's, it's clear as day. They say it. When, when, the, when the bill passed here in Florida for, for books and what types of books could be in classroom, they labeled it the Don't Say Gay Bill and fought to try and have books with pornography, with anal sex, with all of this awful, inappropriate stuff for children in classrooms. They fought, they fought to have it there. They fought to have it reinstated. So you're, you, you really are, it boils down to what side are you on? Do you wanna actually protect the kids or do you want to break the kids and destroy the nuclear family and thus subsequently destroy the country? Because that's the answer. That's what they're doing. And that's what we're trying to push back and say, yeah, no, we're not, we're not going to let that happen. But, but when they say we're opposed to this, the Supreme Court's out of control, it's not. It's, 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 it's absolute lunacy to think otherwise. Yeah, and you know what? I got to hand it to the Democrats because when they don't get their way, they double and triple down and they come at you with everything and they're ruthless because that's how much they want to win. If we, if Republicans or conservatives had one-tenth that kind of fire, a lot could be done to, to drive the narrative back and push us back in a better direction. But until there's more Republicans or whatever the change has to be within that party, they just don't have the winning mentality. No, we don't have fighters. Yeah. I mean, we have some. We, I mean, but Anna Polina can't do it by herself. Eli Crane can't do it by himself and my list is about done <laughs> exactly then you had people like posers like marjorie taylor green who's like oh i could stay here i could get money for ronna mcdaniel well you know what yeah i'm gonna side with kevin mccarthy now and to hell with that freedom caucus yeah exactly no but were you gonna say something well it, how do we feel about the phrase you know what no you know what's fine okay right. that's all right. I, I just wanted to make sure. Up something. Okay. I, I think. Did I say you know what? Twice. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It's... But but I, I think that's teeing up something. You that's know what? Fine. Like. That's fine. I just wanted to make sure. 
I, I think I think I think I think I'm gonna, we're gonna I'm gonna give it a pass. We did, uh, we didn't really set those ground rules, yeah. so I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> gonna give it a pass. We're not gonna give a pass to these just whorebag devil humans on the other side of the break here. I say that because we're going to show a clip from The View, and these women are just straight up awful. We're going to do that. We've got plenty more to get to, including Brown University all being gay. And that's all coming up. Stick around. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results on this desk. <laughs> I still can't believe you got, I got talked into it, but I'm, I'm leaning into it. Yeah, I mean, did what? not talk into it, you volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> we Someone's got to be topless. It's going to be me. <laughs> um, we have good time around here. We certainly do. Uh, I think that the, I, what's what's disturbing is I think the women at The View have a good time, too. I don't know why, but I guess they just love spreading lies and hate that much. And and I bring it up because yesterday the hateful communist pigs over at The View were feeding at the toxic trough of Biden excuses. This time, the dim-witted dumbasses were trying to justify Joe ignoring his granddaughter, Navy, who's now four. Here's what the sour sows had to say. I think it, uh, President Biden doesn't need to overstep his son. I like that part, but mm-hmm. I don't know why they go out of their way to say six grandchildren or four kids. When my parents talk about me, they say, we love all our kids. We love our grandbabies. I've never seen them numerically repeat over the and re- over. I like re- three kids. I like four no, this. I like, re- this. Re- I like The reason that's happening is because the right wing, who again is weaponizing everything related to Hunter, keeps asking, so how many children do you have? Mr. No, it's grandchildren do you have? It's how many? Well, well, maybe more we down to find something else to write about. Yeah, so write about something else. I mean, they were, I'm, about, I'm sorry. 
you know, these things are, for me, when you start talking about people's families and what yeah. they're doing, it's, I, I find it unnecessary. This is not anybody's business. Nobody needed to know about this. No. This is private. It's not private. Here, okay, here's the deal. First of all, I know Maureen, very nice woman, very, very talented person in the industry for a long time. But this, to Whoopi's point, to all of their points at the end there, it, it, we, I think we touched on this yesterday in a different light and, and for a different reason. But when you are running for office and if you are the president of the United States or his extended family, there's no such thing as privacy anymore. That goes out the window. Everything is public. We get to talk about it. It was, it was yesterday because there was the, the, the individual who thought that oh, we're too mean on, on 80-year-olds. We're not mean to 80-year-olds. We're mean to Joe Biden because he's a dementia-ridden loser. He is awful for this country. He's among the most corrupt people to ever serve in D.C. We pick on him for that. And we pick on him because not only is he in that position, but also because he opened himself up to it. You are, you are in that position of power as the so-called president of the United States. And your family, the train wreck that you call your family, is also there. Don't stop picking on Hunter. Stop doing cocaine and Russian hookers. Like, th there's a start. And this this commentary about talking about his his grandkids and and what it's fair game. I'm sorry, it's fair game. Well, you don't you don't pick on some random ass family from Wichita. <laughs> but 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 if you're the president, you do. Yeah, the first chick that was talking is so far off base. She's just trying to come up with a point about, well, my parents are just like, you know, grand. That is such utter bullshit. I don't know a single parent or grandparent that I have met that when you ask him, oh, do you do you have any, especially somebody who's, you know, up there, you know, 60, 70 years old, and you say, do you have any grandkids? Man, they will rattle off the kids that they have, the grandkids that they have, and any great-grandchildren they have because they're proud of that. Us human beings who have been blessed to be able to produce people— have a count yeah. <laughs> and are very proud of our count because we're helping civilization move forward and to, and to try and suspend disbelief in the fact that a grandparent does not know how many grandchildren or great-grandchildren they have is farcical and laughable yeah no i agree it is a point of pride I, I, I've never talked to someone who's like, ah, I've got four, maybe five kids. Like, no, you know, <laughs> maybe five. <laughs> I think it's, it's like, isn't the three to five range? You're right? reeling off their names, their ages. Well, yeah. this, you know, Shyla's, you know, the oldest. Then Kim is second. I don't even know Shiloh's a name. Is it? it is now. Uh, it's usually a dog name, I think. But, Shiloh? Yeah. yeah. But I think there's been some movie characters that I'm sure someone, there's probably someone listening named Shiloh taking offense. We love you, Shiloh. Thanks for being here. Um, but, but no, you, I mean that's I, I'll, I'll forget my kids' names sometimes when I'm like not actually forget them. I'll call them the wrong name, like all parents have done. Right. You, I'm not going to say their name, but you, you, uh, my name's this. Like I know, but I had to go through the whole list before I got there. And yes, the dog's name was in there too. I will say his name, Keeper. If he wasn't so damn hairy, we'd have a Keeper cam, and he'd be right here. But, um, but, but those are normal things. Forgetting how many you have. That's a whole different story and is a it is a worthwhile story. It is a worthwhile discussion to have 
because normal people are they're proud they know i know my parents are oh, i've got 11 grandkids running around i've got this many like they just are that's 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 who they are but you've got these people you've got the the ladies on the view who will never understand this particular conversation they're having there about children <clears throat> and grandchildren because they're just miserable human beings <laughs> no no yeah. one who wants to have a kid with... I don't know if she has a kid or not. Can you look up? Does Joy Behar have kids? Please tell me she's not. I'll, I'll take a look. Yeah, I'll take a look. Uh, but n no one wants to. And if they have, they don't want to be the kids of them. Like, oh my gosh, mom is a vile hag. Like, that's that's how I that's how I, I, I look at it here uh, with the ladies of The View. Because and, and they do. They just... They're such shills for the left. Oh, let's just leave him alone. Let's leave Hunter alone. Let's leave Joe alone. Yes, he's got dementia, but at least he's not Trump or DeSantis. At least he's not this. They just never share any positivity. Again, yes, we pick on people here. There's certain people who are always in the crosshairs. But for the most part, the rest of the time, it's like, I would like to get along with you. Can we find something to get along on? Can we? We've got a big-ass bar over here. Let's sit down and have some drinks. I'll give you a coin. You give me a pride flag. Whatever. Like we'll we'll make it work. But <clears throat> do we have a consensus? Yeah. Hang on. Uh, um. Sorry. So, Joy Behar does have a daughter. Well, was born a daughter. <laughs> Eve Behar. Oh yeah. But if you go on Eve Behar on, uh, I guess she's on IMDb, which I don't. I've never. Whatever. Eve Bayer was born November 26, 1970 in Long Island, New York. He is a producer known for Strangers with Candy and Most Wanted Nazis. He's been married to Alfonso Anthony Scotty since September 14th, 2007. They have one child. Just don't know why it's a he in there. So possibly a ch that makes sense. Yeah. There's that makes but a uh, Joy Bayer has a daughter called Eve Behar. It was from her previous marriage. No children with her current marriage right now. I don't think she could. I still go back to, I remember during COVID and the height of it, and they, of course, be on there shaming citizens who didn't go along with the fear porn, and everyone's going to die because of you conservatives. And I remember Joy saying that her and her husband, which God bless the man, would drive around in their cars looking for people not wearing their masks. I don't think they actually did anything, but I remember them her saying that. It's like, you, you've got to be such a miserable person if you want to go seek out confrontation or just seek out people that are going to make you seething mad. That's not how normal people operate. If I don't like how you do things, I'm like, I, I just need some space. I need some space. I don't want to be around that because that's going to cause me great frustration and anger. No, that's when you turn into Ace and Eyeball from Stand By Me with the little kids. Remember the Keith for Sutherland character? Wow, great pull. That was driving around it just a bully and trying to shame people and pick on everybody. That's that's what I see. I see Joy Behar is eyeball with her husband cruising around trying to mask shame people. But I, I first of all, I highly doubt that story because even somebody as shitty of a human being as she is, that's a whole new level just to go out to deliberately fuck with people <laughs> you got to be drinking heavily or and not very well educated to engage in activities like that most normal people don't do that they have better things to do speaking of of vile people if you're our old male person at the studio and you're listening please come back <laughs> the new guy is a angry douchebag 
who's maybe killed himself by now because he seems that miserable. I'm not cheating. He's doing the government's work. He's doing the government's <laughs> I mean, there's the whole thing to going postal, and it's real, apparently, because this guy is just an ornery old douche nozzle. You guys did get off on the right foot. We didn't get, I, 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 we're going to get some nasty grams because I don't think he likes me. Uh, I have been nice, for the record, <laughs> but apparently any kind of questions or, or just pleasantries are not welcome with him. So, anyways, old male guy, we love you. You, he was a handsome little yeah. bald guy. Yeah, he was nice. Um, you know, he's come into the studio before. We miss you. Maybe he's on vacation. Do we put wanted signs up? Like missing, <laughs> missing, missing postal worker. Because <laughs> I could see this other one being a serial killer. Yeah, well. I think it's possible. My mom used to go to football games with her mailman. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, the high school football games. And also, my mom and the uh, f- former mailman, because he's now since retired, he, and I don't want to sound creepy about this, but it was just, it, it was a weird sort of friendship that they had. But she was also realized that he, when he drove around in the truck all day, that he, he would place bets on horse racing all over the country and then tune in to, to, to his phone, whatever, wherever the broadcast was and listen to how his bets were going. Interesting. Well, you know, you got a lot of time to kill. You're just by yourself driving around. The post office I grew up at, we, my parents, my dad and I actually always thought they were lookalikes. We had Mr. a guy looked just like Mr. Rogers, one of the guys from Welcome Back, Cotter. And then um, the Je- there was one guy was from the Jeffersons. We're like, did they all retire and move to this one <laughs> post, post office? Because it literally was like, you know who you look like, right? <laughs> oh, man. Then that was our post office bit. Yeah. Uh, now, yes. now All of our to... personal stories of mailmen that we've known throughout yeah. our lives. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's any other. We should get them all here on the couch and, you know, interview. Yeah. <laughs> we need a bigger couch. Uh, we need a bigger couch. We've, we've got a lot of things that we need to do to upgrade around here. And we just upgraded, but there's always, there's always that, that striving to be better and bigger here. Um, Brown University has some work to do. You know, the Ivy League schools are supposed to be these, we all know it's a laughable thing now, but they're supposed to be these elite, you know, institutions where only the highest, highest profile, best, most elite people go. It's all a bunch of hogwash. Honestly, you're better off, you know, serving in some trade or, or, or job in your local community that's, that's needed. But anyways, all that to say, Brown University... There's an interesting claim that was shared about Brown University. I'm sure the numbers, if it's if it's true at Brown, are probably similar across the Ivy Leagues. We'll tell you this interesting new stat that's damning for the culture and future of our country. But we'll tell you this interesting new stat. We'll get into a couple other things and the post-show press conference after this break. Looking for a great gift for lovers of freedom? We have you covered with this 2024 edition Trump for President coin. Show your support with this limited edition coin, normally $29.99. But for a limited time, you can get yours for just $19.99 plus free shipping. This is a great collector's coin for fans of President Trump and those that want to show their support for our great president. Each coin is made in the USA, is an authentic US JFK half dollar, and showcased 
in an acrylic coin capsule. Collectibles like this only increase in value, often to hundreds of dollars per coin. So get yours now for $19.99 plus free shipping at trumpcoinsavings.com. Again, that's trumpcoinsavings.com to secure this limited offer. Never a dull moment around here, especially with Tom Cunningham in the studio. It's truth. Also, apparently never a dull moment on the campus of Brown University. No shortage of AIDS and syphilis, other STDs as well. <laughs> because apparently close to 40% of the students at Brown University say they are members of the LGBTQ community. That number is staggering. Keep in mind the 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 the, world, the the American population they estimate seven percent to be a part of the LGBTQ community. Most of that, a lot, not a, a high percentage of them in the traditional LG, lesbian and gay crowd. Less than a percent of them are the the, the trans and some of these these folks who who change their gender by the hour. But that's nationally speaking, seven percent represented by that community. At Brown, 38% of the students identified as either homosexual, bisexual, queer, asexual, pansexual, questioning, or other, which is more than five times the national rate for, for, for how people identify. The, just 10 years ago, for reference, this is from a New York Post article here. 10 years ago at Brown University, the, the Ivy League school in discussion or in question here, it was 14%. We've added three, three plus touchdowns, three touchdowns and a field goal <laughs> since since that last survey, and are now at thirty eight percent. How can this be right? Is that part of the application process? <laughs> are you gay? Well, then you're not getting in here. No, it, sir. I'm straight, and I'd like to serve in in the Marine Corps when I'm done. Get, get out. Get out of my office. <laughs> The LGBTQ movement has become nothing more than a Starbucks menu because now everybody has their own special order. And it, it, it's just like the inclusivity 
of the LGBTQ plus 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 plus. It's you, you go up. I'd like a decaf, vente, light foam, easy whip, whatever your order is, is in a special category. Same with this. Everything now is a special category. Yeah. So it's just, it's going in. I feel like this. I want to be a part of an aggrieved group. So I am self pollinating, two spirit, asexual. And you're, boom, you're, you're in a group. The old self-pollinating. Yeah. Uh, Texas Panhandle asked, isn't it, or said, yeah, asked, isn't it ironic that brown is filled with a bunch of fudge packers? <laughs> um, the Ivy League. Every time I hear Ivy League school, I always think of scent of a woman. And <laughs> Charlie's not a bad man. <laughs> if I was half the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. How was that? You've been really getting into your characters lately. Very good. Very good. And then uh, Jill also asked, because of the floor is lava, is this what you guys do all day? Yes, oh. pretty much. Yeah. No, we no, we run the we, we we're very involved in running all of the RVM network and then also being children yeah. <laughs> throughout the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. God bless the people who walk into the studio and, and then <laughs> I think Tom was out in the Good. parking lot today as Native American. In a full, in a, not just the headdress, the full Native American yeah. outfit. We don't, don't have any mirrors in here, so I had to step outside to look in the glass. Yeah. And there were quite a few people who were outside when I stepped outside. <laughs> didn't quite see the humor of what was going on. <laughs> and there's new costumes coming today or coming this week. Uh, it's just, you know, we are at the end of the day. I think you guys see that we're we're children, just just children with beards and and adult responsibilities yeah. to go along with it. Uh, so let, let, to button this up, that's a huge number. It is not representative of the entire population of the country. What is representative is the jump that Brown saw in the 10-year gap from when it was 14 to jump into 38%. And what we've seen, it used to, the overall LGBTQ, uh, LGBTQ community used to be 3.5% of the population, now is over 7% across the board. So we're seeing this trend, and as we see a trend, and and it's not a, it's not the LGs, it's not the OGs in this case, who just are the the gym teachers we talked about yesterday, the person who just is attracted to to someone else, whether you agree with it or not. That they're not they're not the problem here. It's the loud newcomers to the group who bring new letters with them every time they join that are causing a problem, and those are the ones who are coming after us when we push back against what they're bringing to us and those are the ones who are more importantly going after America's youth and they're going after our kids and that's what you're seeing and that's what you're seeing at this Brown University survey where you've got individuals from 18 to 23 whatever the age bracket is of the survey somewhere in the college age years who are saying yeah 38% of us almost 40% of us have some significant issues and claim to be LGBTQ+. Again, I'm not saying the ones who are in there who just, you know, Brandon and Brian who are having some fun in their dorm room. I'm not saying that they're in that, like, and they are, they're in that group. They're testing things out. They're, yeah. they're <laughs> feeling around a little bit. But, but I'm talking about the ones who are pushing this indoctrination and who are unwilling to accept you as another human being if you don't go along with your fantasy. I'm talking about the ones who, if you don't want to have sex with a, a trans 
you're awful. If you don't want to, you're a homophobe or xenophobe. Homophobe. Yeah. If you don't want to, and this doesn't fit in that category, have marry or have sex with someone who's 600 pounds. You're awful. You're a bit like that. That's, that's just not the real world. Yeah, it, it also, with this whole movement, with the pluses, and I've been doing a lot of research into it, especially with, like, the flags and to see how many different groups are represented, represented. but when you go through the flags that are also subsets of the LGBT movement now, it's like leather fetish, uh, play. latex play, latex fetish, mummification bondage all the all these sexual fetishes are now included inside in this group that's supposedly about something that biologically happened to you when you were born you were born that way but now it, it's become like i said more into sexual fetishes yeah no it, 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 absolutely and so many of them are disturbing so disturbing mummification bondage yeah that one that one raises some flags definitely just, a, just a few i mean i won't i won't have nightmares about that tonight promise um apparently there's something going on in las vegas right now yeah there was a oh go ahead well there's swat responding to an armed individual who's throwing objects from caesar's palace hotel window a high window but they can't open a window there he threw it through the window. He threw the window. the window. Wow. Now there is a massive hole inside. So he's continuing to throw things out. Objects are going out. Gotcha. Okay. Objects, microwaves. Uh, it's clearly a symptom of systemic racism. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be. And I'm sure we're going to find the manifesto attached to this person, even though we'll never see the Transtifa manifesto from Nashville. Right. And we won't know whose cocaine it was in the White House. Yes. Or anything about the FBI or the uh, the shooter in Las Vegas from from years and years ago. I, I want to actually go back. This is kind of a pivot point. We'll just we'll hit on a couple things before we get to the post show press. Are you circling back? I'm circling back with Jen Psaki. <laughs> uh, we've we've there's a movie, obviously, The Sound of Freedom. We've got one of the people the story's based off of coming on the show next week, so that'll be fun. But that's been doing great at the box office. First of all, there's all these comparisons, and and for good reason. There's comparison. Oh, look at how this is doing compared to some of the Hollywood ones. I'm not pro Hollywood. I like some movies that come out of Hollywood, like the rest of us. I like to be entertained. I think it's just a a win in general that there's discussion about this. Of course, the left is pissed that there's a movie doing well, dealing with you know human trafficking, specifically child trafficking, and they're pissed that people are talking about it and supporting it because they, for some reason, are all about it. And I bring that up because on the heels of that, you've got, a, according to this new report, I have not looked into this. It came through as the show is going. By, this is just the, the headline here. Biden's GO, DOJ has removed child sex trafficking from its list of, quote, areas of concern. Any surprises? Tom, are you surprised? <laughs> no, I'm not surprised. And what I'm also not surprised at is when this movie first came out, it was done by 20th Century Fox. It, it was shot and edited like five years ago, waiting on distribution. Disney comes in and buys 20th Century Fox, and guess what they do with the film? They shelve it and just leave it there. And I believe it was Angel Entertainment yeah, came. Like that, yeah. It got the rights back, 
and was able to distribute it, and now it's huge. So the fact that Disney, Disney decided to <clears throat> shelve a film that addresses child trafficking should tell you a lot of where that company sees kids and families now. Yeah. No, it should, absolutely. And them shelving it, the delays in getting it out when it was well done, it's been very well received, partially because I think people are fed up with the left and they're trying to prove a point. I think there's that element to it too. But the fact that they are, they're enraged that it's having success and that, pe and that people are talking about it. You look on Twitter, which is obviously hell, not because of how Elon's people are doing it. It's way better than it used to be. Elon's been great there, but because of the people that are on there, and they are so conservatives making a big deal about this, and they're tying it to all the QAnon stuff, which I think is BS. Some of you don't in the audience, and that's fine. We can agree to disagree. I think it's BS. I think it's 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 it can be very toxic to the conservative brand. But there there shouldn't be a core. There should it shouldn't even come up. The the conversation should be: Are you here's here's how it should start and end. Are you pro children being trafficked, enslaved, and trafficked? Yes or no? No? Okay, cool. Don't care what your political views are. Don't care if you're far right, middle right, center right. If you're far left, don't care if you identify as a tree or a lock, like a padlock. I don't care. Can we just agree that we shouldn't be doing this to kids and that people who are doing it to, be, to kids should get a, a dirt nap and we should bring great awareness to this because <clears throat> it is sick, it is sinister, it is evil. That's how the conversation should go. Not, oh, Jim Caviezel, I've heard, is into QAnon conspiracies. Maybe he <laughs> is, and I think that he's wrong if he is. But but he, he acted in a film that brings attention and awareness to a massive problem. The amount of money made by these sick bastards who do this is off. I mean, uh, human trafficking and pornography, which are, are tied together in a lot of cases— the amount of money those industries make shows how quick this 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 world has got to be coming to an end. Like Jesus, please come back. Like this is, it's it's well, and terrifying. It's, it's crazy. A few months ago, I think we showed the video where our our enemy Putin is giving a speech and he's saying over in America they're going against what the Bible's saying and they're talking about how there's multiple genders and all these things and he's talking bad about it and we're over here going. He's right. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's like, oh, you, you, you agree with him. No, no, no. He's just bringing out basic principles that are scientific. Let's even just take the Bible out of it and just say, there's two genders. Here it is. And he's saying, hey, they're wrong. They're over there fighting themselves, fighting within. He's calling it out as it is. And we are. And here we are. Another. It's another fight happening yeah. where people are like, well, no, you're, you're against it. Or he was, you know, it's this hard thing. Where, no, it's children being trafficked. I think everyone across the board should be upset about this. One of the most troubling things about this film and the critics who are totally bashing it, the ones who are the critics who are going the hardest to the hoop are the ones who had glowing reviews of cuties. Do you remember that? That was on Netflix. Yeah. That weird sort of like soft core like cheer that yeah child porn yeah. that that they threw out saying it was art, and also call me by your name, the 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 grooming film about the young boy and the man who met at a very young age and then when they got older, it it blossomed into this as mm. as the critics put it a loving romance, but. It just shows you where you, where where we're at. You have half the population, or 
the the loudest part of the population saying that films like Call Me By Your Name and Cuties are you know artistic look into the way, the sexuality of young people. Yeah. But then an anti-trafficking film comes, oh, it's total QAnon, right-wing propaganda. They're inventing what's going on with child trafficking. It doesn't exist. It's just, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. It is. It's absolutely, it's absolutely mind-blowing. You just, the bottom line is, lefties, you can't defend any of the stuff that you defend, and yet you do, and you do so ardently. You put your whole back behind it. You put a lot of sweat, blood, and tears into defending the sickest, most evil stuff out there. Some of the stories that people talk about in the far right, I think, are bogus, and how they tie it into this or some other issue. But this is, this is not fantasy. It is <clears throat> happening. It is happening, and it is happening everywhere. It's happening not just here in our country, along our border, and in cities throughout. It's not just happening in Eastern Europe, where you've heard about it, or Africa. It's happening everywhere. It is a massive, sick, sadistic business that people need to be aware of. So I'm damn proud of them for doing it. I'm glad that it got out. I'm glad that it finally got distributed, even though it met tons of delays. We'll talk a ton more about it next week when we have our guest on. Uh, who, who's one of the, the people the story's written about. Hey, real quick, just to wrap up some of the stuff you asked me to research. Yeah. Seinfeld, 1989 to 94. No, it had it had 10 years, didn't it? Seinfeld, I'm, I'm looking at it. 1989. Where did it go? To 1998. There it is. Sorry, I was reading the wrong page. And then Friends started 94 to 2004. Okay, so, yeah. so there was a little overlap. Yeah, a little overlap. There you go. Okay. Well, folks, here's the deal. It is about time for the post-show press conference. Please hit that like button if you have not already. Whichever platform you're on, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Rumble, you name it, we'd be so appreciative, not just here on the show, but throughout the, the RVM network writ large. Please do that. Please make sure you're signed up for DB Coin Club if you have not already. You can go to dbcoinclub.com to sign up. Veterans, first responders, you get 30% off. All members get the free Friday show, 11 a.m. Eastern. All members get entered into... The monthly contest, whatever it is, this month we're giving out cash for every time we say, you know, last month it was cussing. Who knows what it'll be next month, but you will be getting something in return. Also, annual members get one of these coins sent to them, some other little goodies and stickers in the package. So please do it. Again, it's dbcoinclub.com. We hope that you'll stick around for the post-show press conference. We hope you'll stick around even after that for RVM Roundup with Chad Caton. If for some reason you can't, We'll look forward to seeing you right back here tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference, sponsored by Colon Sports, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. Colon Sport, electrolyte replacement. In one end and out the other. It's new Colon Sport. All right, let's get after it, folks, shall we? Uh, good show today. Great engagement across the different platforms. So thanks, thanks to all the people out there watching and engaging. Really do appreciate that. Think that this is... I, you know, look, I, I'm not going to sit here and say it's the biggest audience in the world or anything like that. We've got a great audience, great, great, you know, been really, really blessed over the years to develop great social media audience and presence. But I will say that it is the most loyal, engaged community out there of all the shows. People show people know each other in the community. 
and check in on each other and support each other, take care of each other. It's so amazing to see. So grateful for that. Grateful um, for the stories. I'm not grateful for the state of affairs in our country or the planet writ large, but I'm, I'm grateful for the stories that keep getting fed to us. But because for someone who speaks for two hours a day soon, starting next week, three hours a day, it sure makes my job a hell of a lot easier when we're just loaded with content. Tons that we hit on today, but I'm sure you've got questions about it. So let's, uh, let's start it off over here. Good day, Mr. Drew. Felipe Aperol with the Palestinian Israeli Gazette Tribune. Mr. Drew, my question to you is why of all of this pushback by these secret police and all the media when it comes to reporting on Robert F. Kennedy Jr., it seems like your government and your people are all piling on to make sure RFK cannot run. What is the secret behind all of you doing this? It seems like there is a conspiracy going on to keep this man down. I don't understand what you are, you capitalist pigs are doing to suppress, to suppress your, your value democracy. Oh, we love democracy. We live in a democracy. We are spurious, but democracy will die, and one day the ISIS flag will hang over the White House in great pride. But actually, Drew, my, my question to you, uh, do you think there is any viable pathway for uh, Mr. Robert Kennedy to become the, the, um, the, the candidate uh, for the uh, Democrat Party uh, running in 2024? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, I guess, Felipe. I, 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 uh, you know, I fought ISIS for for several years when they first popped up and hope that they never do have that flag flying here though all, although it's it's such a crazy place that i wouldn't be shocked to see something else flying above our white house uh, to answer your question look in traditional terms yes there's absolutely a pathway for robert f kennedy jr to become the nominee for the democrat party but we are not living in Demo uh, excuse me traditional times so i i don't i don't think that there's any way because he is to them he is the democrat trump to the radical left and to the uniparty writ large in, in, in Washington, D.C. there, they view him as a ginormous threat to their livelihoods, to their careers, to all of these back-channel deals that they've got with each other. And uh, I, I just don't see it happening. He, he would oppose, and he does oppose, in fact, even though we disagree on a, on a number of things, he opposes the security state, he, he opposes our involvement in foreign wars, he, involved, or he opposes a lot of how things are done, the weaponized government, that's in place right now. So I think he is a, a toxic, poisonous creature to them and to where they want to take the country, where they are, in fact, taking the country now. They've made outstanding progress. If you're a communist douchebag, they've made outstanding pro progress. So that's that's the reality is, is he doesn't have a great pathway because the DNC will block him like they have so many others before in the past, even if they're the most popular person who's running for president. It will be someone that they feel they can control. It will be someone that they feel they can install and, and use to advance their, their plans here in America that are ongoing right now. Over here. See, Senor Drew, it is Diego. Hey, Diego. What would you call someone who gives something but then takes them back? Yes, an in, in Indian giver. But in this situation, if the U.S. were to come and take the munitions and, and the tanks and the guns and the and the 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 mortars and all the things that we sent to Ukraine would you call them Ukrainian givers
let's do the next one over here. Good afternoon, Drew. Sebastian J. Bombay, Big Apple News. Drew, my question is in regards to Joe Biden and his acknowledgement of Hunter's bastard child. I am of the opinion that Joe has nothing to gain from accepting this little girl into the family. It's clear that she was an accident, perhaps entrapped by her mother, saying to Hunter that she was on the pill or something, and was impregnated by Hunter. You see, Drew, once you get to a certain societal ilk, it's best not to have any sort of contact with anyone who's beneath you in the social strata. So, my question, what good would it ever do for Joe Biden to admit or to acknowledge that he has another grandchild? Thank you, Drew. I I mean, I think it would just take him... um seeing value and admitting such a thing. And I think it would take him actually being with it and, and not a dementia riddled old man. I, I, I don't know the exact answer to your question, Sebastian. I, I appreciate the question. I appreciate where you're coming from this, this debate back and forth over Biden and his grandchildren. And in this case, particularly Navy, I, 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 I the whole thing is just so ludicrous to me. I don't even know where to go on it, but but Biden, Biden is not well. We know that Biden is not going to bring light to something unless it benefits him. There's there's a lot of ways you could look at this. What I what I will say is none of it is normal, and and, and that much is is for sure. Okay, I think we got time for for maybe one more. Uh, whoever, let's back there. Good day, Drew Mark Makers. European Blade. My question to you is in regards to that wonderful television program you have in the States called The View. I find it simply scintillating entertainment. But my question to you, Drew, is to piggyback off my colleague here. What in God's name would it benefit Joe Biden to ever, ever acknowledge the fact that Hunter made a mistake with a stripper down in Arkansas. How can that be possibly at all beneficial to Joe Biden and his legacy? Thank you and good day. First of all, the view scintillating, I, I, I haven't ever heard it described that way. It's, that's, that's, that's a little off the mark for me. But how is it beneficial? How is it, here, here, let me ask a question back to you. That'll be my answer is, how is it beneficial for Biden, for him, for his home-wrecking wife, his drug-addicted son, his his you know his now deceased son and Bo, his daughter, anyone in their family, how is it beneficial for any of them to to share anything from their family? Their family is the most morally bankrupt, devoid of value family that I've ever seen. It's remarkable. I'd rather get a Christmas card from the Clintons. Then, then hear anything else from this Biden family because it's just frankly too much to take in. They, they are, they are an absolute disaster. So, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be connected to anything. I wouldn't want to share anything. They are 
in a lot of trouble. And what's what's most concerning if, if I'm a Biden right now is not how we've lived our lives our whole time. It's not stories getting out about the hookers and the blow and about how Joe was the babysitter or Jill was the babysitter who ruined the family and, and now is the, the first lady. It's not any of that stuff. It's the fact that the media is turning. It's happening. It's slow. But it's deliberate and it's happening. And I think we're seeing the final days of Joe Biden's elected office run here. So we'll see. I might be wrong, but we'll see. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Hope you have a good one. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Catch the show weekdays on every major social media platform and on DrewBerquist.com.